Hotel was going down. Welcome to today's episode, Confidence in the Clutch Podcast on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. I'm Donald Nelson, Dizzle, Dizzy, 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 Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, your host with supreme confidence. Put all this on the t-shirt, man. Whether it's a game of basketball or the game of life, you got to have confidence in the clutch. Practice makes confidence. Pressure makes diamonds. Stay sucker free. Keep it a buck like Milwaukee. I am the IP. Stay walk or get out. Go ball or bust. You can't fit in when you're standing out. Last year was about branding. This one about expanding. Colorism is dead. Black is black. Every disagreement is not a fight. You get to make the decisions, but you don't get to decide the consequences. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own, but not their own facts. No shine without the grind. I work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. You buy once, you cry once. The chief creator of content. Don't sink the ship just because you ain't the captain. If it doesn't fit, make it fit. Didn't reinvent the wheel, just a better design. These did. Takes a village to raise a kid, but still could produce an idiot. All black with a little bit of gold. Show y'all confidence in the clutch roll. Food for the spirit. Confidence and control. Get your confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own American-born, African, black-owned media for everyone. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com. Wherever you listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, review is important. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Coming up, talking about Supreme Court, affirmative action, and you got to limit, limiting on, uh, it's like it's opposing LGBTQ plus rights. ESPN cuts and NBA trade deadline stuff. Not trade deadline, free agency, y'all. I'm bugging. Happy Fourth of July to the people that celebrate this shit. You know, all these holidays, these man-made holidays, the ones that don't pertain to me, it's all about spending time or relaxing. So you got to do what you got to do. Y'all ready? Let's roll, man. Like always, bring you quality content with strong opinions and facts. Confidence in the clutch. We are fear more than love and never hate it. Y'all come ride me for a minute. My confidence starts right now. Three, two, one. Confidence on three in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Welcome, welcome to episode 322 of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network, man. Hoping all of y'all are having a safe and healthy holiday. Hopefully you had a safe and healthy holiday weekend so far. I want to send thoughts and prayers to the city of Philadelphia, where they had a mass shooting yesterday, to the city of Baltimore, where they had a mass shooting today, to the family of a 15-year-old that was shot after our major fireworks in the city yesterday. Don't know if they were correlated, coming from or whatever, whatnot. And to all the senseless acts of violence that uh, permeates in, in, in the black community, you know, we got we to gotta get to the point where, where, where uh, you know, it can't be Black Lives Matter, when white people do shit to us, right? But then it ain't Black Lives Matter when we do our own shit. And I know some people don't like that, but there's no such thing as black-on-black crime. What it is is a proximity crime, meaning if you live in an amalgamous community, well, I might say the wrong word, um, <clears throat> which is a melting pot of different uh, ethnicities, different people are going to get killed. You know what I'm saying? But when you live in all black, all Asian, all Hispanic, all white, the people that's going to kill is the people that you are around your homogeneous uh, population or whatever. So thoughts and prayers to everybody. Please, let's take the fourth out the right way. Um, you know, the the times that we live in in this country is just turning into repeated uh, garbage that has been going on for a long time. And we need to get better. We need to fix things. But 
you know, we got to fix stuff ourselves in the black community. Ain't no, this, this ain't, there, there's nobody else's job to fix this. This is our, our we got to fix it. We got to stop. We got to fix it. You know what I mean? And that's what I got to say on that. Let's jump into it, y'all. You know what it is? You know why we're here, man. Pitch's track. You ready to talk about some shit, man. Switching things up. We getting right into the NBA shit, man. Let's talk about some light shit. Then we get into the Supreme Court and all that. All right. NBA free agency. So last week, the Clippers waived Eric Gordon, freeing up $100 million on a luxury tax bill. And that's cool. Eric Gordon ended up signing with the Phoenix Suns. He's played with the Phoenix Suns before, so this is going home. That's going to be a nice addition for handling that rock out there in Arizona because he can handle the rock. Harden opts into his $35.6 million play, player option with the Sixers, and then he requests a trade. The problem is this, it's an expiring. The Sixers is the only team that can pay him that top dollar. Uh, other teams can't, so he's in a fucked up place. So um, we got to see what's going to go on with that. You know, there's rumors to trade with him. Um, reportedly wanting to go to the Clippers or whatever, but once again, these teams are in control where you go. There's only one person that had a that had a no trade clause, and that was Bradley Beal. You know what I mean? Where he picked where he was going and shit. So Harden got to wait this shit out. It might be the best thing for him to just stay in Philly, play out this contract. We know he left money on the back end last season to help the team out so the goal was to help him out but his numbers didn't permeate that shit and he didn't show up in the playoffs to say we need to pay you this bread hard so he kind of fucked himself not once but twice shit so I don't is that on hard let me know in the comments y'all I was thinking about Bruce Brown where he should get where he should go you know what I mean um but Bruce Brown, he went somewhere else. So I, 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 had, I had a crazy-ass idea that Bruce Brown to the Lakers. Bronny was going to be one and done. Then two-way with the Lakers and shit like that. Like, makes mad sense, G. That way, Brown doesn't have to leave L.A. And then I was thinking, we need to send Kyrie to Philly instead of Kyrie staying in Dallas. But Kyrie ended up staying in Dallas. Remember back in the day, I said Kyrie to Philly, Right. I said, keep James Harden in Brooklyn with Durant. Get Ben Simmons back. And then send Kyrie there with Embiid because it made more sense because the Sex Sixers, uh, Philadelphia didn't have that law that they had to be vaccinated in them buildings and all that shit. So they should have traded Kyrie for Simmons instead of Harden. If they did, KD would still be there and Kyrie possibly would see there. So instead, Kyrie got traded to the Mavericks this season, and Kyrie signs a three-year, $126 million contract, and they re-signed Seth Curry, who started his career with Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. So Kyrie got his money. They got to figure it out how him and Luka going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Jay Kidd will figure it out, though, but they need more. That's not enough. Just Kyrie Irving and Seth Curry to possibly be a threat in the West. My winner... My winner of a free agency, I don't give a fuck if it's a whole bunch of parts put together and they didn't make no big splash because the big splash is going to come after I say what I got to say about these parts. Los Angeles Lakers. They retain Austin Reeves four years for $56 million. Retain Rui Achimura three years for $51 million. They retain D'Angelo Russell 
two years for $37 million. They signed Gabe Vincent three years for $33 million. Jackson Hayes got a contract. Torian Prince got one year for $4.5. They got Cam Reddish on like a two-year. Rob Palenka has done a hell of a job ever since the trade deadline to put this team who all out of three of those four games they lost to the Nuggets came down to the last minute, last 30 seconds of the game. The game, the series was won by, I think, a combined total of like 22 points or some shit like that over them four games. They were right there with the Nuggets. The Lakers are deep. They can compete with young teams by getting younger and more athletic on the wings. Plus, they have more rim protection and 3 and D guys now. Kind of what they had when they won the chip. I would have brought that team back. I would have brought everybody back from that motherfucker. I'm not big on dismantling. Like Denver, they in fucking trouble because they lost Bruce Brown and they lost uh, they lost Bruce Brown and they lost um, Jeff Green. How you gonna lose them two peak two key pieces off the bench for y'all? I guess y'all saying the cats we got on the bench, we can do better with them at less money. I guess so. Here's the caveat that I said today. Lakers making boss moves. D'Lo and Rui match up to what Kai's getting annually. So think about it. So that's one way the Lakers can go if shit ain't going. You know what I'm saying? Come like December trade deadline, they can go ahead and trade both of them, D'Lo and Rui for Kyrie. Which might need, might be what Dallas need and shit. Draymond stay home with the Warriors, four for 100 million. Rockets give Van Vliet three for 130 million. Brooks for 400, four for 80 million. Grizzly signed Desert Maine to that rookie extension. It's a, it's, a, it's a few of them. Bang got a five for 207 mil. Halliburton for the Pacers got five for 260 mil. LaMelo Ball got five for 260 mil. And Anthony Edwards got five for 260 mil. And DeMontis Sabonis got five for 217 mil. Out of all, let's see, one, two, three, four, five of them. Sabonis said he wasn't taking the full money because he wants to uh, give the Kings roster building flexibility in the future over maximizing his earnings see he ain't taking the whole bag he leaving some for the rest of the cats so he can build around us right going back to that grizzly shit desmond bang is getting paid more than john Morant and triple jack d rose is going to sign with the Grizzlies. That's going to be a great mentor for John. So not only do they got Marcus Smart, they got D Rose. I love that. Next, we signed Cam Johnson, four for 108 million. Where's the sign? We signed Kuzma, four for 104. The Bucks, we kept we kept Middleton, three for 102 million. He had like 41 or 42 on the books for next year, so he get 102 and spread that shit out. I love that. We signed Brooke Lopez, two for 48 million. I think we got um. I forget. We got Malik Beasley and we got Robin Lopez coming back to the Bucks again or whatever. Listen, Giannis is gone in two years. So so we had to do what we got to do. We got to bring everybody back. So we re-up and get younger with both of these expiring contracts. The shit don't work up. You know what I mean? Either Giannis is going to leave in two years or we get them expiring contracts out of here. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure Middleton got a PO for that for that uh third year so everything is lined up with Giannis Giannis has an extension he's extension eligible it don't make no sense for that he go to free agency he hit free agency he get to max max is gonna be the highest paid player in the league once he do that in two years and that's it the Bucks might not be able to afford that shit because there's repeater tax and all that shit second apron I should say Sixers signed Pat Beverly Blazers got who was that uh not Jerry and Grant but one of them Grants 5 160 
Cavs signed Max Struz, 4 for 63. Clippers signed Westbrook, 2 for 7.8. Knicks signed Dante DiVincenzo, 4 for 50. So Villanova again with Brunson and Hart. That's what that is. So that's going to be all right. They all won a title together. You know what I mean, that's going to be okay. Now, Dame requests a trade on Saturday. How I feel about that? Reportedly, he wanted two on last Monday after meeting with the management, but held out. I believe that was a mistake both ways for the team and Dame because he let day one of the free agency go through that some of the players that are signed could have been part of a deal to land him from Portland and a deal for him to get the fuck up out of Portland. Now, Miami is his preferred destination. He loves the Spurs organization and all this shit. Miami don't have enough. Now, with Gabe and Max signing with other teams, they could have traded Gabe and Max. If they were restricted free agents, I think they might have been able to. Or sign and trade to figure out the teams they want to go to. And that's how you get Dame to Miami. So if Gabe went to the Lakers, what y'all got? If Max Struess went to the Cavs, what y'all got? Let's try to get this shit to... And who said other teams were going to help that move? Y'all make this announcement 15 hours after free agency began. So the losers... <laughs> I said the Lakers was the winners... The losers are the trailblazers because they don't have to trade Dame and they don't have to help Dame get what he wants. They can put Dame somewhere where they want him to be at. I don't understand. Portland is not in the business of doing what's best for Dame type shit. They got to do what's best for Portland. I, I just so 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 they should have released it, but Portland shot themselves in the foot because I'm telling you they could have got some shit right. Speaking of Dame, we talked about Harden. We don't know what he's gonna do, right? What about Jalen Brown? He ain't signed his extension, right? Like 207 mil extension for himself. So what's up with that shit? Shouldn't that shit been been signed? Should have should have been signed by now. So does that mean they don't want to sign him, or they want to get him? Now you can, or they want, or he don't want to sign with them. He ain't gonna get that max nowhere else though. So is it a sign and trade? Who they gonna sign and trade with? Where could he go? Who can they get things back for? Can you even sign a trade a max salary? All these things that I don't know. But it's very, very, very odd that we've heard nothing about Jalen Brown and the Celtics. If y'all want to trade Jalen Brown, who was he, was he, 25? 25, 26, I don't know, maybe. For 33-year-old Damian Lillard. And the, the shit don't match up. Boston going to have to send another 10 mil over there to Portland. So, I mean, we can't give up Robert Williams. We ain't going to give up Al Horford. Who we going to give up? So, Portland don't need no guards. We can't send Derek White. We can't send... Um, six man of the year. But, man, we can't send him over there. So, yeah. Let me know in the comments, y'all. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, though. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense what's going on, why Jalen Brown ain't signed that contract. Because they need to just keep him anyway and then just let him make his move. If we're going to get get, get move him around later, we'll move him around later. But I'm, I'm giving him and Tatum one more round. We already got rid of Marcus Smart. He wasn't a scapegoat, but, man, shit, it's seeming like it now. And if Jalen Brown, man, listen, he got one year left on his contract. Get that man his paper and let's see, though. This is very interesting, though. Something might be working in the background. Like Brian Windhorst, something's going on. And I can't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me know in the comments, y'all. All right, switch it up, man. We talk about our sports. Let's talk about the Supreme Court and what happened last week, man. So last week, the Supreme Court of the United States of America ruled affirmative action for college admission is unconstitutional. The case was filed by Asian and white students. 
right? So we ain't going to talk about AODC, athletes, donors, legacy students, faculties, children that get preferential entry into these universities. We're talking about minorities, i.e. blacks, that they think they're not getting into these universities for. Let me tell you something. Unless you go into HBCU campus, there's not a lot of blacks in college. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of black people that go to college. There's a lot of white people that go to college. Because white people get in at a higher rate than blacks. That's why they said for college admission, we got to make sure we get more blacks in here. But see, they want to cut DEI funding, diversity, equity, inclusion. So equal opportunity programs and all these programs to get motherfuckers into Marquette or UWM or whatever college, your state college, uh, Maryland and shit, Texas. You can't use that no more to help people stay in the university, let alone get up in there as one of them students from that program. So if we really look at it, look, is it safe to say that white people get into college on affirmative action more than blacks and other minorities? Because they, they trump the university numbers. The loophole is for the whites because they get in. And now they're going to get in even more without the people of color or the people, I'm people of color, the people of color and the blacks and the low income background students and Students with disabilities and all that shit. Affirmative action saying nah for that. And we know that shit trickles into places of employment with 15 or more employees. And man, come on, come on now. Come on now. And then, whatever. I ain't even done. Then, the Supreme Court reject student loan forgiveness from Biden. He was going to get $10,000 $20,000 per borrower if you got Perkins loans or not, right? So they already been fucking with the voting rights of blacks, right? Gerrymandering districts. So we know that everybody's going to be on income-driven repayment plans, 5%, 3% or something like that. People still ain't got that money, G. It's going to be very interesting because this is the government's money. You take out a loan, you pay your loan. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Buy, I need the money to pay the loan. That's the catch. People ain't got money to pay that loan. That's why they ask for loan forgiveness. Not the whole amount, but cut that shit down so that I can start to pay on my loan. So that's trash. That's one of Biden talking points to campaign promises and shit. So then, we, then the Supreme Court also limits LGBTQ rights, right? So a business can refuse to serve members of a protected class. So you can be disabled, you can be a minority, uh, you can be LGBTQ plus IA, whatever, you can be a smart motherfucker, you can be green, you can have blonde hair. I don't wanna fuck you just because I ain't got to no more. Discrimination. This stems from a Colorado web designer who didn't have the business operational, but just threw it out there that she wouldn't want to Created a website for same-sex weddings out of her religious objections where that should be case by case but going out here i don't like gay motherfuckers right why do you have to say you don't like gay people like just on a case-by-case basis you can say that because i'm sure some straight people that you don't like but you ain't running around here saying i don't like straight people because all straight people ain't good and all gay people ain't bad i wish people would stop this this whole this is really irritating me what you do with your private part and who you love 
why is people so enamored with the shit, man? I, I, I want somebody to tell me that because I'm trying to figure it out. I don't understand why people care about that shit so much. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And I want to say what I really want to say. I want to say what I really want to say. You know what I mean? I, you know, <laughs> people that know, no. I don't care what you do with your D or your P. I don't care why everybody else care what you do with your D or your P. I don't care about it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be mindful of what, what's be going on, man. Um, same-sex marriage is next with this religious Republican conservative 6-3 majority of Supreme Court. Like partisan politics is, has infiltrated the court. It's over with. Of course, one party loves the decisions. Oh, yeah, that's right, and this and that, and this and that, and this and that, and the others doesn't. Like, if the Democrats were were were, were in control of the Supreme Court, uh, Roe versus Wade wouldn't have been overturned. Affirmative action wouldn't have for, uh, for college admission would have still been constitutional, and uh, 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 the um, student loan forgiveness would have passed, and. This LGBTQ Colorado web designer would have said that's unconstitutional to discriminate against a protected class of state citizens in this country. So go the other way. And then the conservatives would have been mad and said it's liberal and far wide and this woke agenda and all this bullshit. It, it, it comes down to who's in control. So I say expand the amount of justice to 13 or, to, to, to less, or less than their power. Get more motherfuckers up in there. Right? And then lessen the power, man, or, or or lessen the power of the Supreme Court because we're going backwards, y'all. All the shit, all the gains we've made over decades in this country, we're going backwards. And let me tell y'all something. We're only, the Jim Crow South, we're only, shit, about 60 years, 60 years out of the Jim Crow South. Most of us had colored bathrooms colored waiting areas you can't sit at the diner you got to go in the back door colored water fountains got around the back of the bus and shit we like 60 years out of that shit that shit ain't too far away and it ain't too far ahead that we can't go back to that shit man it's because these motherfuckers in control we got to be careful we got to be very careful about who we who we don't like who we don't care for and all that shit like, I'm liberal with some things, and I'm conservative with others. I wish I get more conservative with my funds, but when you ain't got a whole bunch of funds, it's hard to be conservative with the bitches. You know what I'm saying? But a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing, so I'm going to figure that out, y'all. So let me know in the comments, man, what y'all feel about what y'all feel about um the Supreme Court and everything that's going on. All right. Final thought of the day of the pod is talking about Disney making their cuts. Now they've gotten to the next round of cuts and ESPN. First they did the executives of ESPN. Now they're doing the on-air talent. They let 20 people go. I mean, it's a fucked up situation. Keyshawn Johnson, Jason Williams, Max Kellerman. They show Jay Will, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Done as a show. Keyshawn was in year one of a five-year $18 million contract. Do they got to pay that contract? Max Kellerman made about $5 million a year, and his afternoon show is getting replaced with McAfee anyway. He had a, a show after he left first take. I feel sorry for Max. Max was a good dude. That shit with Stephen A., they just didn't get along or whatever. Stephen A. wanted to go in a new direction of the show. But I feel bad for Max because if Max was on first take, he wouldn't have got moved the fuck around, I, in my opinion. Um, Jay Will contract is up at the end of summer, but it's up now. 
Shit, Neil Ever- Neil Everton. I love Neil. Neil and Stan, they do that West Coast uh, Sports Center shit. Bowed out before the announcement. Shit is bud. November ESPN will separate their earnings from the Disney Parent Com- Corporation, which is setting up a different play that I'll talk about later. They're separating their earnings. They're going to isolate them. So that's very interesting to me, and it's a reason for that. We'll talk about that. Fox, NBC, and DraftKings will pick up the majority of this on-air talent that don't want to go out on their own. Stan Van, Jeff Van Gundy, the best in the business, color analyst, basketball shit, part of the dream team with him, Mike Breen, and Mark Jackson. How the fuck is he gone? How the fuck is he gone? You figure it out. You know what I'm saying? What, what you gonna put Doc Rivers in this spot? Doc Rivers can do some games, but that team is the that team is the team. I'm all well, Doc was great, but man, you just can't move. Fuck. We talked about Kellerman. We talked about Johnson, Susie Cobra. She been there like 27 years. My man Jalen Rose, Lafonso Ellis, the new anchor Ashley Brewer. I like her. Baseball writer June Lee, basketball reporter Nick Riddell. I like Nick. Scott Pollock, football. I like Scott. Scott is a nice guy. When he be on uh, PTI, I love Scott. Matt Hasselback, know his shit. Steve Young, my man Steve. Todd Mache, Tata. Tata Mache. Vince Carter, Andre Ward. Shit. Damn, man. Damn. Damn. So I can see Jalen Rose saying, fuck it, and doing his own thing, right? He has the he has the shit already set up for him. You go back to YouTube and do his shit. Us Jalen and Jacobers, Jacobiers, we coming back. You know what I mean? Shit, because we got to think about it. Something had to happen while Jacoby left. You know what I mean? He was doing the shit with the ringer, but I can see Jalen going to the ringer as well with Bill, right? Because they started this pod shit with Bill. He was on the ringer and shit. You know what I mean? Um... McAfee reportedly will make $18 million and motherfuckers killing him. It ain't McAfee, McAfee fault. And I'm glad Stephen A said, nah, B, McAfee is a product. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be a product. Like Joe Rogan and, 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 and all that. Joe Rogan and, and Bill Simmons and McAfee, they got a product. That motherfucker, they bounce around from company that want to buy their product. And that's what Stephen A said. Shit, that's what I'm trying to do. And I ain't mad at the brother. Hopefully he can be a product too. Stephen A makes ten to eleven million dollars a year. That ain't his fault neither. Motherfuckers want to get mad. Well, if McAfee and Stephen A took some of the money back, no, you take some of your money back to your job. Where you at? And pass the motherfuckers that make less than you or might get fired. I wait. Blame cord cutting and the losses of subscribers. Right? Uh, what did I listen to? I was listening to something today, and they were talking about how there were. The height of ESPN, they had 100 million subscriptions on cable and satellite. Now the shit down to 70 million. Well, you take 30 million subscribers at however much a pop, you're going to get that. Also, Stephen A. pointed out, the pandemic, motherfucker, Disney cannot open them theme parks. That money had to get cut. You know what I'm saying? Somehow, some way. And they just not cutting ESPN. All the shit that Disney owned, National Geographic, all this shit, all this shit. They, they cutting everywhere. Simple math. We ain't making the money we used to. We can't pay the people we used to. We getting so many people up out of here. Going back to in November this year, ESPN will separate their earnings from the Disney Parent Corp. Disney may sell ESPN. Now, we talked about Fox and NBC and DraftKings. Fox has enough money to buy ESPN. 
they got Fox Sports. They just just absorb everybody. That's all we do is we absorb them. Just like the Bally Fox Sports shit, and they allowed Fox Sports to do their thing, but they sold all them regional sports networks Fox did and gave it to Bally. Do that shit with ESPN. NBC can buy ESPN. They can absorb them. They have the money to absorb them. DraftKings, all you motherfuckers betting on them shit. They have the money to absorb ESPN and just say, fuck it, we'll buy them. We'll buy ESPN. I wonder what ESPN is valued as. Let me let me let, let, let me let me do that right fast before we get up out of here. ESPN value. Let me see. Oh shit, shit bugged out. All right. Anyway, ESPN value. We'll look at it. We'll, I, I ain't I ain't got time for that. All right, y'all. Hope you have a great holiday today. I'm still working. Y'all see what I'm doing. So just make sure you enjoy yourself. Make sure whatever you do, you do it safely. And make sure you get your confidence together, get your clutch together, support your own, listen to and follow the network on various platforms, confidenceintheclutch.podbean.com, wherever you listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review. It's important. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KNK. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch weekly. Donald Nelson, Dizzle, Deezy, Deezus, Dizos, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, Host Confidence in the Clutch podcast with Donald Nelson. A Confidence in the Clutch podcast about sports, entertainment, music, culture, religion, politics, and society. Have a safe and healthy night. If you're listening during the daytime, create a great day on purpose. Hey, man, that Larry June shit, that shit called with Alchemist. I've been listening to that shit. That shit fire. Y'all be safe out here, man. Peace. Three, two, one. Confidence on three and the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.